Hey, and welcome back to the Grill Chat. I'm your host, Cecilia, with my co-host. Hi. And today's episode is all about women empowerment. So oftentimes today we think about women empowerment of like celebrities having all their stuff together and not really thinking about that is more to that. There's more women empowerment than just being a boss chick and having luxury uh, cars and houses and stuff like that. Women empowerment starts with yourself, yourself as a woman, mind, body, and soul, and how you show up in the world for others and for yourself. So today with this topic, we wanna talk about the toxicity of women empowerment in today's culture and the good things about women empowerment in today's culture. So Shai, take it away. Well, to me, my definition, and I, I would start with my definition of women empowerment would be to uplift, heal, ground, and internalize our stories would be the best thing that I could think of women empowerment. Now, recently going along my self-love journey, I felt that woman empowerment is not where it should be. And there's a lot of negative connotations surrounding woman empowerment or just empowerment in general. I also feel like as a whole, we as women beat each other down way more than we lift each other up. It just it just doesn't matter what the situation may be. It's down to the smallest thing that we're berating each other. Yeah, and with that, with us women, we need to create a safe space, a safe place for us to thrive in. With with these toxic places of like us tearing each other down from our looks to our hairstyles, from um, whose man we have or who, what relationships we entitle with, um, like all that stuff has nothing really to do with women empowerment. It's about lifting your hand, putting your hand out from some somebody else who's struggling who has a different story than you who is just going through it in their life's journey and having an uplift of your character to help them be able to share their stories i know like with our friendship we've been friends for since 2013 when we were in college until now and we still don't have the same friends that we had back then back in the day because we've seen that people aren't built like us they don't want to grow with each other they're more so of tearing each other down especially you can see people like tearing each other down from just looks that they give each other bullying each other um jumping each other um just things of that like, nature i feel like a lot of that is like competition and I feel like once we take out the competitive aspect we'd be alive we'd be more open and accessible to each other because as my sister I'm not supposed to look at you and okay you got a house you're married you have a baby I'm the same age as you we're the same age and most people get caught up with like okay we're the age we're at so I should be doing what she's doing. And personally, currently, I've come to realize that the space that I'm at in my life is just for me. 
Like, I can't judge my journey and how far I've come or where I'm at in my life along this journey by the next female. What I should be, what I should take is her story and her experiences and add it to my own to move strategically and better instead of seeing her like, oh, she got this, I need that as well. Exactly. If you're truly comfortable within yourself, there's no need to even look at another woman as competition. She just be another woman that's my sister exactly i think a lot of times in our generation we're so caught up in not running our own race we're looking at the other sides and that counts off seconds off your own race like we need to focus on our own journeys and using those little gems of wisdom that we get along our chapters of life that we go to we go from come out of into be like, well, I had this experience. Let me share it with somebody else so then they can understand, understand, and know, like, this isn't the end-all, be-all. Like, yes, I'm married. I have a child and everything like that. But you don't have to have the same thing I have. Like, maybe you don't want that. Not just you specifically, but, like, just in general. Like, I think too many people, too many women are so fixated on, like, oh, I got to have it all together. I got to have, I got to get to this point at this time when, Every day is a life process. Every day is a journey of that. Every day, every step you take gets you to the next level of your journey. And you shouldn't be in competition with the next person. You should be helping them to pull them up to where you want to be. And that goes inside with the circles that you surround yourself with. You should always have someone in your circle pulling you up and helping you. Because if you just surround yourself with people who just pull you down all the time, you're not going to go forward. You're not going to move. So, of course, you have to let those friends that don't want to pull you up, you got to let them do what they want to do and keep focusing on your race and on your life's journey. And I think that goes to my question of, does woman empowerment start from childhood or is it or is it in something that comes from an outside source? Like, do we have empowerment growing up from our mother figures or people in our community? Or do we just get it when we come a certain age? And then it's like, okay, I'm gonna start woman empowering now. Woman empowerment. Um, I feel like it's, it's always within us because as women, we always need a, um, a feminine spirit around us, you know, in whatever capacity it looks like. I moved to Texas, and I don't really know anybody here, even that I'm still, you know, where I am. I don't really have too many, you know, influences or, you know, women that I'm close to, but there's a couple different people that I'm gravitating towards that I can call and, you know, get sound advice older woman, younger woman, friends, co-workers, just, I feel like we always have to have, so even as a child, you were pulling more towards that mother figure. So I feel like it's, it's, it's inside of us more so, uh, you know, if we got it from a child or if we got it from childhood or if we see it as an adult. But as an adult, we're freer thinkers. So I feel like as an adult, we can make more change as far as women empowerment goes. Because, you know, when you're under 18, you can't vote. You don't really too much have a voice. But as you get older and you start maturing into who you are and surrounding yourself with a certain group of women, I feel like it should always be a higher group of women so that 
you can achieve your goals or, I mean, just get some advice. Just be open. Like, there's a couple of women I can call and talk to about anything. So, always advice and, you know, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. But I also feel like the other factor that we're missing is that we're not open as women. We're, we're judgmental. We tear each other down. We compete, which uh, I said I stated earlier, which is like number one to me. We don't support each other in whatever it is. It doesn't even have to be like, oh, I have a business or I have a child or anything, really. We don't support each other. And I think that's where the lack of women empowerment comes in. The lack of support that we have for each other as women and the lack of respect that we have for another woman. Which would lead me to my next question, which would be, do you think us as women are doing our part to not partake in toxic woman empowerment culture? I think we are playing a part in toxic women culture and you can just look on social media and see not saying that all women are toxic there's few people who are who are toxic and non-toxic so it's like you can't really see the difference between them because it's like they are together like the non-toxic and the toxic women are wrapped in the same culture if that makes sense i mean i feel like we have to have a different outlook a different approach on how we want to go about raising our women and letting them understand that they're powerful that they're beautiful that and that's what's like daily affirmations like if we have those daily affirmations that we say, like I say to my daughter every single day, no matter how I feel about it, like that that sets root into us and we can use that as light to shine into the world and take up space. But if we don't have those people who are uplifting and want to create that space for us, then where's the space at? Right. So you think social media partakes a lot in the breakdown of women's power? Yes, from looks to how you're supposed to be in relationships and be in business, motherhood, it all. Like, it, we're so ridiculed on every little thing. Like, if you're a stay-at-home mom, if you are in the corporate sector, if you um, have your own business entrepreneur, or if you're a single mom, like, all of those pay, play into how we show up in the world as women and how we see ourselves. If we're tearing ourselves down, we don't care who else tears us down. And I think we need to have seed and root of positivity and be that for other people so they can see us as we're beautiful, that we can do anything because everything in this world comes from a woman like we give birth to everything so even with guys in the corporate sector you are like some of those ideas came from a woman but you just were able to do it because men could do whatever they want basically 
But with that being said, I feel like we, myself, I'm gonna like, I use my podcast as a safe space, safe place for women and not to tear them down, to uplift them, to know that they're powerful and know that they are worthy of everything that they want and desire and deserve in this world. Even when society and the world tells us we can't and we won't be able to obtain it. And I think today we need to address those issues of what we can't obtain because the world is ours it's at our feet but we just have to have the right people in our circle the right mindset and the right attitude to or in order to go get those things that we want and need that's definitely understandable So who would you say is, who would you say that you look to for women empowerment? Because I look to my mom, my sister, you, Andrea, some of my spiritual friends. Like, who would you look to for women empowerment? Like, 
always keep me encouraged. The thing that I love about her most is when I was messed up and when I was not dealing with issues that need to be dealt with, she called me out. And I mean, as a woman, it's different when you're a little girl. Like, when you go into womanhood and you get charged up by another woman, mm-hmm. up on your stuff, it's a whole different thing. It's a whole different ballgame. Like, you look at the world different now. Mm-hmm. So, that's who I can always commend for right now. That's my biggest, like, figure. I can always call her. And to me, it's, she taught me in so many ways how to be a woman. Not even just, you know, not even just because I'm her son's girlfriend. Because the best thing that she taught me is, like, when I go to her, she don't take five. She's mm-hmm. not telling me if my boyfriend is right. She's not telling me if I'm right. She listens. And the best thing she ever asked me one day, I was busy, she was like, so what do you want to do about it? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, I hear you complaining, but what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. So that, for me, is like what women in poverty is because it's like you stuck in a rut, but you can't stay there. And she let me know that no matter what it looked like, I couldn't stay there. So to me, that was so important as a woman empowerment because it was, it was like, yeah, okay, somebody, somebody besides me is betting on me. You know, it may seem like that sometimes as women because so many times we're misunderstood. As you said, there's so many society and everything else that we face on a day-to-day that we're, I feel like we just go in between the gap because mm-hmm. it just, that's just the way it is at this point in life. But to know that there's at least one person in your corner that has your back regardless of the situation, will always listen, will always be there, just, it gives you what you need when you need it. Like, if tough love is what we need as women from mind, I feel like we can't, we can't, we can't lack. Mm-hmm. We can't, we have to stay on, if I, if I, if it's tough love, I remember we used to have a couple conversations, and I used to be like, look, you may not like me after this, we don't never gotta talk again. But I'm gonna tell you, that's not right. And I'm gonna agree with it. Mm-hmm. We may leave you with one friend, I'm holding on strong. But, uh, <laughs> I feel like it works because the level of also honesty the level of honest we can be with each other as women, so many women just go around lying for free. Like, you don't have to lie. We, especially grown women, I just will never understand why you 52 years old lying about going to Mr. Eugene's house in the middle of the night, okay? We is all around here, okay? There is no need to lie, especially to each other, because I feel like we're going backwards. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes with having the right circle, having people you can be that can show you accountability and still love you with accountability, with the tough love, with the your sob stories, with every aspect of yourself, like loving every aspect of you and understanding like, yes, you're at this rut right now. Yes, you're venting, but we gonna have some tools. I'm gonna tell you some things how you can fix it and we gonna get up from here and not just leave you there. Because a lot of people, I think, yeah, they listen to your story. And that, with listening to people's story, you have to have the cap- capacity to hear, listen, and understand their story. If you're not at the capacity and don't have the capacity to listen to their story, then tell them that. Don't let them sit there and tell you the whole story and then you give them this stupid answer and they're like, that didn't even have nothing to do with what I was telling you. Like, make sure you are available for one. 
to to listen. One hundred percent available. One hundred percent available because it's some people overlook that has to do with being available and like open and honest with yourself because sometimes we will let ourselves fixate on the thoughts that aren't really there and we make up in our mind like this is really reality when it's just our thoughts eating us up from childhood trauma other things and when it's not really existing and if we have powerful uplifting women in our circle we'll be able to tear down those walls of insecurities, uh, lack of mindset, um, unconsciousness of what we think that we can handle and other things too. But if we have that safe place, that safe circle, that safe place to thrive and just be your authentic self, because with us, like we don't care like we'll say how we feel and that's just how we are and i know a lot of people aren't like us and don't have that that um sisterhood or friendship that you can just be like look girl this is how it is and i don't care how you take it but this is how i'm gonna tell you and i think with us and our friendship and our sisterhood that we've always made room for us to grow and we've always and we give each other we give each other the space because I know sometimes I'm like all right so you my business a little too much now mm-hmm. I know you care but I have to do you know and I mean as far as like caring too as women we're emotional mm-hmm. so like your problem is my problem so I'm animated so any, anytime I hear any irritation you know what I'm saying I'm ready to fight I'm ready to go I'm like who we gotta fight who we gotta do but in impeccable listening not just listening to reply but to listen to mm-hmm. understand what they're saying listening to sympathize empathize and just to be there to sit there because sometimes when people go through stuff they don't need an answer or they don't need you to come and fix it they just sometimes people just need you to just be there in the moment you don't have to say anything but your presence can be helpful you know like to go through it like you just showing up 
that could be all I needed. You just show up, or you just to calm me, to calm me, to calm me down. Like that's some. Sometimes it's like the littlest things is what somebody needs, but we overthink it, and we think like they need something big, they need something tangible, they need something right now. And it's like, no, I just needed you to listen to me. I just needed you to just let me vent to you, or give me your shoulder to cry on, or just show up. You know, like a lot. We just need to show up for each other, and a lot of people these days aren't showing up. We can show up for everything else, but we need to show up for ourselves, other women who we are trying to impact and trying to nature and um, raise up. Like even like with my daughter, sometimes she'll be having her little crying fits and I'm already on level 10 already. Like, can you just stop crying? But I'm just like, come here, let me just give you a hug let me just let me hold you while you're crying because I don't know what's going on and it could be something something so little but let me just sit in this moment with you and she'll stop crying she'll give me a hug and then she'll go play but I have to be present in the moment to understand like she don't need you to just be like it's okay it's okay Abby let me pat your back and then go on your way she just needed me to just sit there with her and just hold her and it could be the littlest things and with that leads me to my next question. Mm-hmm. How are you as a mother implementing women empowerment? If not more so than your mom, how are you doing it different than your mom would do and as raising a daughter in this generation? Um, I would say I'm practicing gentle parenting of not getting so worked up on the action that she's done more so of like okay for real <laughs> whoopings do not really help the problem it makes you more flustered more angry and it just like it makes you it, it makes you resent your parents more but with understanding and the listening because she's not really talking she's starting to talk more right now but just feeling her feelings and feeling her emotions and understanding that a child absorbs everything. Even if you don't think they see it, they absorb everything. They can see everything. Like Abigail is observant of everything. So I just try to be present, understand that this is just a moment. It's not going to be forever, that this is just what she's going through right now and that she's gonna be okay and just take it day by day every day is different motherhood is not the same every day the routine the routine is different every day and just love her unconditionally pour into her have her give her her affirmations and just let her thrive i just want her to be her best self in whatever she wants to be and i want her to be healthy and happy i don't want her to be later on resent me for doing something that that she didn't like so i just let her be herself if she doesn't want to put shoes on today okay no shoes today i'm not fighting i'm not gonna have an argument about it like okay no shoes you don't want to run it huh sock nation nation. if she doesn't want to wear socks one day it's okay we don't have to put socks on today like every day is different like children change every day They might like something this time and not like it the next day. So you have to be able to be flexible and understand that she's growing just as much as you are growing in motherhood and womanhood. And 
have grace for yourself. You don't know all the answers. Trust me, every day you might learn something new. And that's like for new mothers now too. Like, trust me, us mothers, we don't have all the answers. We're learning every day just as you are. And I commend you for what you're doing because motherhood is, whew, it's, it's a piece of work. <laughs> We love y'all. We uplift you. We honor y'all. We just want y'all to thrive and accomplish everything that you set out to do and know that we are backing you up. Even though we don't see you physically or we're not in your physical place that you are right now, but know that Cecilia and Shy are cheering for you. We're rooting for you and you can do it. And you got this. I know sometimes it feels like the back, your back is up against the wall all the time. Nobody's in your corner, but just know someone over here in Texas, us over here in Texas is rooting for you and you're going to get through this. It might be the darkest valley that you're going through right now, but you're going to come up to the mountaintop and we'll be at the mountaintop rooting for you as you come up to us. <laughs> I do feel like, I do feel like that's really also what brings us out of you know a lot of us suffer with i said us depression anxiety just Mm -hmm. uh, just a slew of things but i feel like when they the thing to me became so much more love conquers all last year as you know i lost like a whole bunch of family Mm -hmm. and i lived so far away and i remember at one point in time i was just I couldn't get out of bed, I couldn't move, I wasn't eating. I was really just really sick. Mm-hmm. It, it really happened suddenly. I lost a lot of family members in a short amount of time. So the effect it had on my mental was really devastating because it was like, I just didn't see a way out. I lost my job, I lost my family back to back. I couldn't go to all the funerals. Cause you know, I can't be everywhere at once. Mm-hmm. I still have to eat it. I'm not around with no family. I just want to get up and give my mom a hug. I just want to cry with my dad. You know, it just, the grieving process was so, I feel extreme because I didn't have physical, you know, with me at that moment support. But my girls, I give a shout out to Siobhan, Sierra, you, my mother-in-law, there's a couple people who really just, the woman and sisterhood, they really just called check on me every day. And if I wasn't answering my phone, like, blowing my boyfriend's phone up, just making sure that, you know, somebody is communicating that I'm okay, or just, I love you, I know you don't want to answer the phone, or just, but even a text you sent me, like, just a random, I love you, I don't know what's going on, I haven't talked to you, but I love you, I, I you know, I love you, just... That little, it, it helps. At the end of the day, in the time, I was like, roll my eyes, like, don't, don't take my phone. Like, you know, like, yeah. don't me. I, I everyone. Like, seriously, that's really, like, the emotion you had in there. But when I look back in retrospect, and now that, you know, really never gets easier. You know, as they say, time just gets, you know, more mm-hmm. time passes, you're able, it's bearable. So, and it becomes a little lighter to bear. I look back and those people are really the people they bump out of that because some people don't make it out. Yeah. Some people never come back. But because I have the support and the love from like everyone, it's just like 
it was overwhelming at the end of this because those are the times you really you really recall like yeah this woman saved my life like in little ways we don't know how we can impact someone else mm-hmm. like this woman saved my life and she don't even know yeah. yeah, and that goes to like when even if you didn't text back, if I saw the little bubble show up, I'm like, okay, she's still good. She she's still hanging on. Like even if you don't text back, like I know you still here on this side. <laughs> like for right. real, right? And I think and a I lot think of people. That's important. I feel like a lot of us lead our people to go through, and you know, we take it personal. I feel like as a woman, I found myself a lot of times exactly and we don't need to take things personal because you never know what someone's going through and that, that's even like if you call somebody and they're like, I'll call you back. And you're like, oh, they didn't want to talk to me. It's like, no, they're probably doing something. Like they probably have a million things on their to-do list right now. And they're in the middle of one and they're trying to finish it. And it's been a crazy day. So don't take it personal. People will respond to you when they have the capacity to respond to you. Or the space. Because, mm-hmm. you know. Spacing is also important, but that also always, like I say, I just do a self-check. Goes back to checking you. Are you being honest with you? Are you being 100%? Are you living 100% authentically you? Because you can't live for anybody else, which is why I think a lot of us are miserable. Like, y'all yeah. trying to keep up with Kardashians and maybe we're <laughs> falling with the Jacksons. Exactly. You know, like, exactly. We, we don't, we don't, you know, we have to be authentically ourselves. Exactly. And if you haven't heard being authentically you, it's on my podcast, so go check it out. <laughs> but yes, you have to be authentic to yourself. And that means like even sitting with yourself and your own thoughts, having a quiet space to just realize and take inventory of yourself, not just trying to do the daily day activities and not understanding like, why are you crying? Why do you feel this way? Like, what changed? Just have those mental check-ins like, okay, how do, why do I feel this emotion? Why? what did they say to trigger me and did they really mean it that way or what was the tone like having those mental check-ins with yourself to understand like okay it wasn't me or it was me i said this so this is what happened and just having that that space to just be able to go inside yourself and understand yourself because i think a lot of times in today's society and in our generation we don't want to sit with ourselves we want to be on the go we want the next thing we want this this and this it's uncomfortable to actually have to like it is a lot of a lot of the patterns and the destructive behavior that mm-hmm. you yourself bring into this world because we can't point our fingers at anyone else when we're not looking at ourselves what destructive habits do i have what am i doing Exactly. And that's like with, I saw this meme the other day and it was like, uh, for people who are dating, the first date question of what childhood traumas or what traumas have you been through that you have not faced yourself or you're facing? Like people need to ask them questions because people have a lot of traumas within their cells, their body cells and selves that are still there, that are still tearing up their insides basically. And I think we need to address the trauma. 
and that plays a lot into like mental health. We don't talk about mental health until these last couple years of mental health in the black community of that goes all the way back to slavery. But we're not going to talk about that right now. But we do need to have an uplift. <laughs> For real. That, that we'll make that an episode. <laughs> but for real. Do you have any last final thoughts for our audience? I do. I wanted to read a quote by Corinna Scott Key before we go. Go ahead. About just empowerment. It says, I am convinced that the women of the world united without any regard for national or racial dimensions can become a most powerful force for international peace and brotherhood. That was Coretta's tactic. And in those words, I just want to, if any woman is listening to this, I just want to say, stay encouraged, stay, keep going, pass the test, finish the race, heal, please heal, baby, please heal. It's a tough journey, and it never ends, but please heal for the sake of your children, for the sake of your lover, for the sake of your life, for a better quality. Heal, heal the inside, heal the outside, heal the mind, heal the soul, heal the body, and everything else will fall back in place. And that's my sign off for this episode. <laughs> well, I thank you, Shar. Thank you for agreeing to be my co-host, first of all. For sure. <laughs> it took right. a long time coming to get her to be my co-host, but she's here. And I honor you. I thank you for our sisterhood and our friendship. I love you. And I love all these women on here. I hope you take some of our gems of wisdom and implement them in your lives and understand that you are powerful. You are strong. You are enough. You are worthy. You're everything. You're everything. Everything. You're golden. And that we love you. And that you will be able to finish this race and go forth and prosper so we're signing off your host cecilia and john we love you <laughs>